If there is one way that the 21st century or the 2000 millennium may be remembered, I think a good way to put your finger on it is, of course, there's the internet, but I would really put it down to communication. The ability to communicate with people all over the world instantaneously at a click of a finger, whether it be through big apps such as Facebook or WhatsApp or even other ones, ways of doing it such as Twitter. Communication has really revolutionized what it means to be truly connected. I remember back in the day, literally in middle school, as soon as we were graduating in grade eight, it was tears. And the reason was is because back then, that was like 15, 10 years ago, I didn't have Facebook. There was no Twitter. Man, we didn't even have smartphones. So as soon as your friend moves to a school that's 40 minutes away from you, that was it. You were literally never seeing them again. Maybe you get on the phone, maybe you could call them, but let's be honest, how many people could you really call? And as communication started building, as I was getting older, you started getting apps and chat messengers such as MSN. You know, that's where you, it's basically like through Hotmail. Uh, it's an email, but you know, a chat service through the email. It's pretty cool. You could talk to people right after school. And this literally blew up like wildfire throughout all of the schools. It was insane. Like literally kids would run home after school just to talk to friends that they were literally just in school with. It was amazing. You could have group chats with people from different schools. And this communication wave started really taking over. I think one of the funniest things about this communication wave was... <laughs> Catfishing, of course. Catfishing was the most hilarious thing ever. Um, literally, it'd be like people pretending to be, you know, females, basically. It was usually that way, not really the other way around. And they would be like, oh, you're so handsome and stuff. And basically, they would try to get you to do stuff or something. I don't know. And it would be like your best friend from down the street. Or it'd be like this random person from the school that just gets a kick out of it, right? Catfishing was literally one of the most hilarious things in the world and it always makes up for good stories um nowadays that like if you're getting catfished nowadays like you you really wanted to be catfished you know in the era that we have literally it's impossible for you not to have photos on the internet literally impossible it's impossible for you not to have a smartphone literally impossible and if they can't meet up with you you're asking to be catfished <laughs> I mean, I say all of that to say essentially that we're living in the era of communication. And through this communication, there has been a lot of apps that have come throughout the ground, dug up, really came through, and really surmounted themselves as these juggernauts, these absolute behemoths of companies. I mean, we're talking about your Facebooks, we're talking about your Twitters or Snapchats, like these companies that are literally only basically apps on your phone. They have just come out of like the woodwork and our billion dollar massive corporations with humongous power. And of course, I think out of all of them right now, specifically, one of them is really like dominating when it comes to that communication base. And of course, I'm talking about Facebook. Um, they bought WhatsApp. Um, they bought Instagram. And they have been able to like fend off company after company. So with all that being said, Instagram, which is Facebook, the company Facebook bought, um, has come out with a new app 
and it's called IGTV. And I want to talk to you about it and talk about if this is the next big thing and should other companies be worried. Hi, this is at Fly Stewie. You're listening to the Uneducated Investor Podcast. Feel free to leave a five-star review, my friends, because that flight crew is how we grow. I can sing, baby. I I know I maybe need some auto-tune to really get those notes, but IGTV is essentially this amazing product. You go on your phone, they have a standalone app, but you can go through it through Instagram. And with 10 minute or shorter videos, um, people can upload vertical only videos there. And essentially you can watch it right on your phone. It's it's basically like YouTube, but for Instagram. And with this app coming out, there's tremendous implications of it. You know, for instance, they've announced that eventually they're gonna start paying creators. Um, of course, this is a direct competitor to YouTube, the most dominant player in the marketplace. And because it's coming from Instagram, this is another already proven um, device or app that could dominate the marketplace. Um, notice I said could. What's really insta- what's really interesting about Instagram and Total is that they are probably the best company I've recently seen at taking what you do best and doing it basically better. What I mean by this is this. When an app called Vine came out and literally everybody was on Vine watching these six second viral videos of just people being hilarious, Vine was dominating the game. Like, like there was like millions and millions of users. These creators were becoming literally famous. They Like people who created it on Vine became celebrities. Like, I I don't know if you guys really understand that, but they literally became celebrities once they were on Vine. And Instagram, in retaliation to this, came out with 60-second videos on their platform. And slowly but surely, people who were on Vines, their following started to dwindle. And what was really interesting about this, about Instagram allowing 60-second videos, because before Instagram was only pictures and they allowed videos, was the fact that there's this constant theme on Instagram of my friends are already on Instagram. My friends are already watching Instagram. If I go to Vine, I have to build my following up from the bottom. But if I'm already on Instagram, then by my following always it already gets to see my content. So it's easier to really branch off and create that personal brand when you already have somewhere established. That leaded to Vine's demise, which really counted on creators. And the average person wasn't creating a Vine, but the average person does take pictures on Instagram. They do communicate with other people's walls and stuff. And that just caused Vine to slowly dwindle and basically disappear. The next big company I can really think about is, of course, Periscope. Now, Periscope was the first real company that I've seen to start to gain mainstream support for, for live stream. They're a live stream company, and they're very mobile-based. Like, you would go on your phone and be able to watch um, basically anything you wanted live stream. Like, people could live stream something, and you could watch it. <coughs> Which, again, extremely cool concept. They were coming. They were taking numbers. Them and Meerkat was um, the big live streaming apps. And then Instagram and Facebook just, again, went for their throats. Um, Essentially, what they did was they just added live streaming to their platforms. Now, again, 
you have the option as a consumer. You can live stream directly to Periscope where you have none of your friends, nobody's there, or you can do it on Instagram where you already know your friends are there and able to watch, and you can already come through and watch what you're doing. Again, it seemed like a no-brainer, and Facebook has taken this concept and has run with it on live streaming. Now it's up to Snapchat, and Snapchat's the interesting one. Of course, Instagram, um, Snapchat's famous for their stories when they came up with stories and being able to snap people. Instagram came along and said, we're going to take that story feature and we're going to do it better. We're going to buy the same AR, augmented reality technology, so you can put those funny cat faces on yourself. And now Instagram, Snapchat's in a weird spot where it's hard to see potentially how much their user base is going to grow as the fact that Instagram is really going to cement and start taking that higher demographic. Of course, Snapchat's always going to have its following of niche or younger followers, right? And will that be enough to sustain it in the long term? But, but um, you know, <laughs> you know when your mind just blinks? <laughs> of course, that will be enough to sustain it in the, the long term, right? Because as you can see, like Snapchat's been very skewing younger, has a very strong hold on like, you know, 15 in the younger crowd. And whether they start keep using that app in the future will be rain to seen. But Instagram is definitely coming for those consumers slowly but surely. Um, which, of course, now you have IGTV, which is Instagram's answer to YouTube. YouTube has always been poor, a poor mobile experience. It's always been really challenging to not only navigate through videos, but, you know, really watch the videos and not click off the screen. Or like, you know, sometimes you want to listen to YouTube music, you close the video and then it stops. Like it's really been just very, very lagging when it comes to answering its consumers' responses. So here's IGTV, an already proven um, competitor to, um, to all mobile devices with Instagram and stuff. So what's going to make this, this so interesting to see what Instagram's going to do in its next steps to really push IGTV. I've started getting on it recently. I've had this great idea of creating a show specifically for Instagram because, it's, of course, my Instagram following is starting to really climb and stuff. So I'm making a show. It's called My Top Twitch Tips Podcast. I'm just making a video version of it. And essentially, I'm going to see how this is going to do online. I have a very high hopes for it, to be honest. And um, it all depends. My show all depends on how IGTV does as a platform. Now, the major weaknesses to IGTV is the fact that the videos long form aren't on Instagram's timeline, which was a very interesting move. Like you can't just put a 10, 20 minute video on your video timeline. And because of that, um, it's going to be interesting to see like how much people actually adopt it. Me just going and using it as a consumer, you know, I went on there, just started watching a couple of videos. And to me, it was pretty interesting, pretty engaging. However, there wasn't a lot of long videos. I didn't want to just keep watching a bunch of one minute, two minute videos from random creators. Um, I think when someone really thinks of a great show to watch vertically on there, um, you know, five to 10 minutes, bigger creators can rate longer shows. I think that's when it'll really take off, but that's going to be remains a scene. Right now, I think they've taken the very, the best approach and really made it creator centric. And I think the biggest vulnerability YouTube has to IGTV is the fact that um, YouTube's having really trouble with their advertisers and their creators. And because of that, they're choosing advertisers over creators. So I'm going to be keeping my eye out. I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm excited to make this 
um, make this um, platform on IGTV, and I want to see where it goes. Um, what do you guys think of IGTV so far? Have you guys started using it? Do you think it will last? Let me know. Once again, this is your host at Fly Stew, and we, Flight Crew, have to take off.